Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. Happy New Year and welcome to a brand new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Y'all thought y'all were going to get rid of us <laughs> just like that? It's your boy, 51 Spade, Alpha Male, G-O-D, then it's your love to hate. I'm in the building. Yeah, you know how we do it. We got two exciting topics and we're going to jump right in. We are bringing in the topic from the season finale. How can you be good for someone else when you are not good for yourself? And our second topic tonight is, whose fault is it? And I'll tell you what we're talking about as we get closer to the topic. We're going to get into what we locked off with in the season finale is, how can you be good for someone else when you're really not good for yourself? I remember doing that show, and before even watching it as it aired, I felt like I still had so much more to say, number one. And number two is, I think this is, number two is, I think this is a really big issue though. I think it's a big enough issue to have two shows. I thought it was a big enough issue for me to do a confessional. And that's one thing that we don't do here on Relations is you don't get to see Alpha Male by himself giving you his opinion or me by myself giving my opinion. But I felt compelled to do a confessional based on the show's context because most of the time I was naming vices that other people have. And not once did I say myself as a woman has had vices still do have vices so that's the first thing i wanted to put in there is if anybody watched the last show and felt like i had a lot to say and didn't say anything about myself um i wanted to just say that i've been there i don't think my entire time that i've dated i've been marketable as someone's wife and i think that is the first thing that i want everybody to take from my conversation with them as far as my opinion goes is I'm only saying this because I know I haven't always been able to look in the wife or in the mirror and say, you know what? I'd make a good wife because I haven't always been ready to be someone's wife. Yeah, we on different sides of the spectrum as, as usual as far as that. But as, as soon as the show aired, we had comments that came back. But it was one particular incident that did happen for me that made me say, you know what? I could double back with it. And it was a... Uh, it was a podcast where a woman called in and she wanted a guy. She wanted a six-figure guy, basically, and she was average looking. And the host guy jumped on because he was saying you average at best. And it made me realize at that point in time that women become kind of like stuck in their ways or not really coming to the reality of the way this world works and exaggerating or lying to themselves, and it made me think could i be around someone and they was they had vices they wanted things or relationships that was out of touch and i had to relay the message that it ain't in the deck of cards for you like and as I listened to this lady talking, some of the some of the people were saying she he was too harsh and stuff like that. But listening to it, I realized that there are a lot of delusional women out here that more than likely what he kept saying is you're going to die alone. If you thinking that some of these things or the way that you approach relationships, there are time frame and things that come to the table. And he made the most important thing, important thing that I thought that he said was. Men control relationships and women control sex. And I was like, boom, that's it. And we're talking about Dr. Kevin Samuels, I think it might be his name. I don't know his and we'll name. Make sure I, know, I, I know his name is Kevin. Right. I don't know the last. We'll, yeah, I, we'll make is, sure. No, it is, it, it is Sam, Kevin, it Kevin, is Kevin Samuels. Samuels. Um, I, I took a look based on what you said. I, I looked this same podcast up and um, I know what you're saying that people were kind of jumping on. Dr. Samuels, because they were saying that he was kind of hard on her. Um, I went back and looked at it, and surprisingly enough, he was saying things that I could relate to and with, that made me look myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the callers was seemingly 
perfect. He asked her what she looked at, what she looked like. She was a size seven. He looked at the picture. He couldn't say anything. The one thing he had to say was something that I related to. He was like, well, you're not feminine enough. After everything, after, okay, you got this, you got this, you got this, you make six figures yourself, you own a store, you own a business, you look great on paper, but you're not feminine enough. And she was like, what do you mean? I can be more soft-spoken. He said, if you have to say you can be something, you're not. Because you're going to be that way regardless, whether you're outside looking for somebody or inside your house by yourself, you're going to be that on a consistent basis because that's who you are. And she said, well, what makes me not feminine? He said, you're loud. And I said, whoa. Well, well she, was, she wasn't. Loud is a thing. Men don't like loud women. Loud. I mean, it sounds like it makes sense. Well, but when you're in the active thing of being loud, I've been loud plenty. But when you're actively being that way and you have something to say, you're so caught up in that something to say and feeling like that something to say is so smart and right on point. If you're loud and saying it, it's kind of like that's you being confident in saying it. And I thought that was attractive. I didn't think that was a turn off to anybody. Yeah, but. What is, I would ask every woman, what point are you trying to prove? Because this is the same thing that he was saying. You're, you're making an argument. Just the women want to prove a point to prove a point about nothing. And men don't like to hear that. She was too opinionated. And that's the thing that women don't get a lot of time. Men don't like women to be opinionated. Like you sound like a man. Like these are things you ever seen men at card games and we playing with each other and we shit talking, we, we shit talking on each other. That's how women sound to us. It's like, okay, we both got dicks now? Both of us? Like, I get it. It, it, it can't be like that. And a lot of women be like, they tell this lie to themselves. Well, I'm cool being single. No, you're not. <laughs> like, I don't know why women believe this theory, but there are things that you that come to the table that certain men just don't want. And when you become opinionated, over-opinionated, and telling these type of lies where he gave her a rating scale. And what I took out of this scale that, that fucked me up is she wasn't even that bright. He said, on a scale from 1 to 10, tell me what you are. You can't use a 7. And she said, I'm a 6. Now, the first thing that I thought in my mind was, if you are if you are a six, you already know you're kind of average looking. Mm -hmm. But she said, "Well, I'm a five without when I'm not made up, and I'm a six when I am made up. When I am made up, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this got to be the dumbest woman. Or he hit a hit her with like a Jedi mind trick. Because for one, if you have a scale to one to ten, even if you were just confident, you would just say I'm an eight. But she mm -hmm. said, I'm a five and then six made up. Mm -hmm. So he said, okay, so you have your own business, but the people that you around, you look down upon, but then you want a six figure person and you don't even know anything about a six figure person, where to meet them, how you meet them, how to talk to them, what do they want? And she kept saying, but, which I often hear when I'm having conversation with women, but, and, but I could. All these things, and I realized that even when you're telling somebody they faults a lot of times, like women have this thing where, and she was laughing a lot, mm -hmm. and they have this thing where they just start deflecting. And we in this world where I'm like, it's become more of a more of a problem. So when I see women that's like angry, women that's like, I don't really need no man, or they be like this super woman pro everything, and I'm like. That's not accurate. You want to be in a relationship. You just can't keep no man. And how could you keep a man? You don't even know how to keep a man. Mm -hmm. Like when you're over opinionated, you done lost your femininity mm -hmm. and shit like that. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And then when you start bringing in other shit like baggage, like you're divorced, kids, all of these things. I want women to think like, what do they think a man is getting out of that? And I was going to say that. I thought that was another thing, even though he was kind of harsh. I had to think of it in the way he was saying it. Yes, you have all these things. The pros are great. Now, look at yourself, list your cons, and say, why would a man want to take on those cons? What is so special about all your pros that the cons now don't matter? Mm -hmm. And um, I thought that was real profound. It just did leave me in a space because I do have girlfriends with multiple children. Mm -hmm. I have girlfriends with multiple baby daddies. I have girlfriends who have vices, who are 
below average, average or below, mm-hmm. and some above average. Doesn't really matter. But I often wonder if they can't market themselves to the six-figure guy mm-hmm. or the guy that's chivalrous or the guy who has his shit together, mm-hmm. who is it that they market themselves to? And then I thought to myself, they just shouldn't market themselves to anybody because this is when Thirsty comes in. It's like, okay, I can't have him. I can't have my Obama, so I'm going to settle for Trey Trey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big betrayal to yourself. Instead of, I think I found a meme that says, women just or people just replace partners instead of fixing themselves. Mm-hmm. They just keep getting new partners to make those things or those bad things, whoever those bad things are acceptable to, that's who they roll with, instead of fixing what's broken and then going after the prize. Yeah, but it seemed to me the issue is when you're trying to tell somebody what's wrong with them, that's a big chunk. Because when he he said to her, what is they getting out of the deal? She said, well, he's getting somebody that's pretty. He said, no, he's not. He's getting somebody that's average. And he's getting somebody that use vagina, you have a kid, and when you start when you start saying some of these things now don't get me wrong he's saying this to a woman where i feel like men is not men are not going to be that honest direct yes with with a woman but i will say when he started saying it i was like that is actually how a man uh, that is actually how a man think because for me i would tell if I had the choice between a woman with three kids and a woman with no kids. Why in the fuck would I go over to like women with three kids? Like I'm taking on twice the amount of what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I got to take on not only you, but I got to take on you, what I'm paying for for you and the rest of those kids. And now I haven't even dived into the idea of the baby daddy, if he's around, if you're divorced, all these other things. And I can just cut all of that and just say, fuck that. I just rather just deal with her and she's a newbie to it and there's no kids involved and it's an upside. So a lot of times I think that I'm not saying that you can't get a man with that. I'm just saying you need to you can't come in like I'm the shit. Right. And I'm glad you said that because it's a perfect segue to why me. Someone asked me a question when because I'm someone who has lost weight over time, significant amount of weight. And someone said to me, when did you make the decision? First of all, when did you figure out you were fat? That's number one. And number two, when did you make the decision that you were going to lose the weight? It's ironic because I was actually in a relationship with someone who had money. And it just seemed like he could have anybody he wanted. So one day I got completely undressed. I happened to be undressed, I think. I don't think I got undressed. Happened to be undressed and walking by a mirror. And I happened to stop and say, why me? Why did he choose me? Now, the answer is crazy and a whole nother topic. But I was getting to if he could have any woman that he wants because he's such a successful, powerful guy with money. Why do you think he would choose you looking like that? So I in my head was like, this guy deserves a 10. And from that day forward, I began to really try to fix how I looked physically. And I think that's super important is to ask the question, why me? Now, I've asked that question before to a girlfriend that wouldn't say that. She got this guy that was younger than her, in the rap game. Um, if you looked at him on social media, he appears to be very good looking. She told me he was well endowed. I mean, everything she said was just, he's God-fearing. I mean, all these great attributes. So in my head, I said, okay, now why would he want you? Well, what do you mean? Well, you don't live where he lives. At his age, he's got a high sex drive. He doesn't have a problem getting women because he's good looking. So again, why would he choose you? Do I need to go forever? What do you mean? Okay, well, you got kids. He don't. He has one child, one baby mama. So he's going to leave that situation to come to your house and take care of your three and, that's one, and, and, and the other one that's grown to be a part of that. Like, why you? So, and I was saying this to her to get her to slow down because she was falling in love so quickly. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You need to pop your brakes and make sure... He's in that situation for the right reasons because I'm not trying to be funny, but why is the perfect guy choosing you? I'm your homegirl, and we know your situation ain't perfect, and we know your situation isn't shiny and bright and new. So, yeah, you're not the Corvette that's parked on the lot that no one's driven before. So why is he walking on this lot picking that car? That's when you got to go, okay, hold on. He's here for my money. He's here to use me. Or 
He's here because he sees something. Let me catch up, latch on to that and get even better. And that didn't happen. So it was either going to be saying that to her would make her change her situation and tighten up or saying that to her would make her wake up and really dig into what this guy sees into her because I really wanted her to say out loud or admit to herself that, yeah, I'm not the shiniest car on this lot. So what's up? I had to ask myself that I'm not the shiniest car on this lot. So why did this man pull up on me? Why does he want me? And it didn't keep me from getting hurt, but it did make me realize my issues because I should have dug even deeper. Yes, it was great that I lost the weight from having that thought, but I could have taken it a step further and said, okay, ain't no way he walked on the lot and said that one. Ain't no way. So he's here for ulterior motives. So it's kind of a self-improvement thing and it's a defense mechanism from helping you um, not get hurt from just by keeping it real with yourself. Keep, keep it G. What do you want from me? Because I know I'm not the shiniest car. So why me? Why are you picking me? And sometimes that'll keep you from all the trouble that you run into and help you self-improve. Sometimes, but I feel like... See, is a woman you haven't dated women. And as a man, some of the things that women do is just beyond me. And when I was hearing her talk on there, I was just saying to myself, like, there are a lot of women, I think, change narrative. They move the goalposts. And he kept saying a couple of things on the show that was interesting to me. He said, what's your dress size? He kept saying that to different women. They'd be like, I'm a seven, I'm a four, uh, I'm a 10, I'm a nine, and this and that. And he got the one and the one said, you know, he was, she said she was in Atlanta. She was like, she was like, I'm thick. He said, no, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, and when I listened to him talk about it, I just thought about it and I'm like, you know what? He's right. Because also there's this thing that's going around where women try to change the narrative and say, I'm thick. But if you know that if you go into a doctor's office, they're going to say, you're overweight. You're overweight. Like, you're obese and this and that. Like, quit trying to call it thick. You're fat. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the thing. Like, we need to start calling call women out on is. this bullshit and stop with this I'm thick shit and I'm look like this because he broke it down and I was like, you know what? He's perfectly right. He was like, you weigh more than an average man. Like, don't when you, when you ever ask a woman... And they can't say what they weight is. You're fat. That's just point blank. Period. If you if you're not willing to just immediately say your weight, you scared that your weight is close to my weight. Mm -hmm. Now if I weigh if I weigh two <laughs> if I weigh two you know if I weigh two seventeen two twenty and you telling me you weigh like one seventy five or one ninety five yeah we close we almost you, we've been neck and neck. <laughs> but you're fat though because <laughs> you weigh more than an average, average man. man. Yeah, like almost. that's just <laughs> that's just, I, don't, I don't care how you cut it down. You know, you weigh more than an average man because if you take your height, let's just say if you're at five five, yeah. and then you start adding on your breasts, your titties, and shit like that, which is bringing you to one seventy five, almost close to two hundred pounds. Like, listen to what I'm saying now. Seriously, I, I can't it. pick you up and. Take you past the threshold. <laughs> now, I'm a strong man. You know what I'm saying? I can pick you up. Just not lightly. Right, <laughs> right. I mean? <laughs> so when he was saying that, I was like, you know what? We need to start checking some people, especially women on the narrative that they're giving us to make us feel like it's acceptable. A guy called in, and this is what I get sometimes. And I'm glad this happened. A guy called in and said that he was full of shit. He was like, no, you know, men, he was like, men like thick women. He was like, I don't have no problem. And he was like, because you broke. Yeah. And I knew exactly what he meant when he said that. Because men also settle and try to say, well, I like a woman that's big. He was like, have you ever met a millionaire with a fat woman? Like, you ever seen any a man that got just out of control dough? Walk on the lot and pick the pencil. <laughs> yeah. Like, a man with money ain't going, he's picking a dime. Every like, time. he's picking a dime. Like, you, you, we pick trophies on our arm and put it on our arm. And goddamn well, 
she ain't gonna be scared to say her way. Right. I'm almost guaranteed of that. Right. So I was glad that a guy called in because that's the other thing. Guys call in with bullshit. I've had guys try to do that to me. Oh no, Alpha just no, I'm not. I'm not tripping. Just because you trying to impress the audience or Kana or whatever the case may be, don't get that shit twisted. If you want to lie to yourself, let it be. But when he called in, I had offense with that because I was like, he's full of shit. He's doing that for show factor. And I'm glad that was debunked because he's right. And when you got money like that, you're not picking a thick chick or an average chick. She's going to be a dime. Right. I mean, and again, that's why I painted the um, the scenario of a very wealthy man, a very powerful man, could have anything he wants walks on the car lot, why is he going to pick the car with 100,000 miles on it? It just doesn't make any sense. And that's a pretty basic scenario for everybody to understand. If no one shops for cars like that, and cars are replaced every 10, 15 years, people upgrade, trade them in. There's not much value a person puts in a vehicle, not for life. But there's a lot of value a person puts in a life partner. This is someone you try to be with for the rest of your life, and you're telling me that you're going to walk on the lot and pick the one with 100,000 miles. doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense to shopping for a car and it doesn't make sense while you're out there dating. You have got to be able to put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to go basic, it, it goes down to you being in 7-Eleven with flip-flops and the whole bottom of your foot dirty. Ain't no way you can get on Facebook 30 minutes after that talking about you need a man with money and you don't know why you lonely. I could show you just by the bottom of your feet that you're not ready. Shit, dirty foot. Um, but you these, know I'm I, I, I get you. I get you. You don't even got to explain that one because I already know. It's, and, it's, the, and the thing about ashamed. it, and the thing about it is, is I want to be clear to the audience. Like we're not beating people down, right. or anything like that. It's all about self awareness, making yourself better, and recognizing those faults inside you to make yourself better. Men have to come with those those terminologies to ourselves when we're looking for a better life, mm -hmm. career how to make money and stuff like that. And I think now, because you have like this Me Too movement and there's a lot of vanity shit and things where women can cut corners, just know that we are not falling for those type of tricks. Because a lot of times when you ask a woman, is she better than average or do you think you average or you know where you stand? I mean, I think we all know the thing. And there was one thing that, that really stood out to me is... She said that, well, I think that I'm above average. And he said, how do you think that? He said, if you take up all, all, off all that makeup, the, the, the makeup, the lashes, all that stuff, how do you look underneath that? She said the same. No, you don't. We all know the answer to this. Yeah, <laughs> right. If you take them lashes off. If you take all that shit off, do you look the same? Some women can say, yeah. Some women can say, no. Some women going to lie. Like when I when I mentioned that shit about filters, why women like use a whole bunch of like filters and shit like when they on Instagram or all this other type shit to go on. When I see them in person, you don't look like that. Yeah, and that's just a false representation. But I'm gonna pick up piggyback off of what you said. It's nothing wrong with women having standards. Cause you had to put out there, hey, this is not about beating y'all up. It's really not. But you have so many standards and you put out there in the universe that you're so lonely and you deserve A, B, and C. And it's just not entirely true yet. I'm not saying that you don't deserve that eventually, but you have to get yourself together before your standards are even taken seriously. You know, you go to a woman's house whose house is a mess, life up in smoke. I mean, and she wants to talk to you about fucking commitment. Are you kidding me? What commitment can I really seriously, I could have the conversation with you just to entertain you, but if you really want me to take you seriously, this house should be spick and span. Your life should not be up in smoke. Not if you're having the conversation with me about marriage. Not if you're having the conversation with me about commitment. Not if you're having the conversation with me about moving in together. Women have all these standards and all these things that they want, but I don't feel like, I, I hate to say it like this, but I don't feel like half of the women have the right to ask for those things. They don't have the right to ask because they're... Know, they're, they're I don't know why you don't feel that way. I don't feel like they have the right to ask. And I'm agree Because with they're you not though. in the right position to ask. That's like your 14-year-old kid that's never worked in the day. Say, Dad, I want a car at 16. What have you done for the first 14 years to show me that I need to go long... 
get but a car I'm, loan for you at 16. We could tell our kids that really quickly and paint a picture for them because they're our children. But when people come into our lives that need to be told the truths, we sometimes will have the conversation with them just to entertain. Oh, that sounds great. Later on down the line. Yeah, I could see this when really you can't see it. But the right answer is never, hey, I really can see us together. It's uh, guys aren't usually the ones on the other end of that conversation. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I don't I don't think I see us past the end of the week because you got bugs. <laughs> no one says I mean, that. They just entertain the conversation instead of bringing up what's awkward. That would be great if you didn't have roaches. That would be great if you didn't smoke. That would be great if you can stop quitting your job every six months. They just entertain the conversation and to these women, they really doing it. Why they gripping the Chevy? You understand what I'm saying? They really think they doing it. And it's because no one is saying sounds great, but that's not going to happen because you don't have your shit together. You're not having real conversations like that. And yeah, it's real easy to pick on someone that's got bugs and can't keep a job. I'm even talking about the person who has a business, who appears to have her shit together on paper. The men are still saying, hey, that sounds really great, but but it's it's false pretense because I feel like I don't see nothing wrong with you telling them that you know like in all honesty I think where a lot of women get it confused is they're confusing sex and being able to get someone to fuck them and someone locking them down and since this is a part two this is one of the things that I was talking about like if you have like three kids and let's just say you were divorced, the chances of you getting married again are almost slim to none. You can find someone which I consider a partnership because that was the thing that also that he was talking about. You could be in a partnership with someone. Hey, I got three kids. I already been married. I don't really think I'm going to go forward. And then you might meet someone else who's been married and divorced and y'all could make a partnership. But then if, you've, if you're talking about now someone that's thinking they're in the position to start over, I would say get a grip. Like get a grip on reality because there's not much that you can give to a guy that he's going to want mm. with, 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 that, with that type of shit going on. No. Now can what? you now can you get someone to can can you get someone to fuck you? Absolutely, absolutely. You can definitely get a lot of women can get guys to fuck them, and I think that's where they get that little confidence. I got men beating down my dough. Like ain't nobody. I, I can get a man anytime I want to to fuck you. Yeah. Will he will he ask you to marry you? Is the question. Does he want to live with you and listening to your child cry and scream and misbehave? Is he willing to to second level? Or can he discipline your child? You know, that's that's the other thing. Yeah. Can he discipline your child? Because those are one of the other things that come up too. That some women be like, "Well, I got kids, yeah, but can he discipline your child?" Because that is not his biological father. So you telling the man to take on the responsibility of you and, and your kids and what's going on with your kids, but you don't want me to spank them. You don't want me to pull rank of discipline because this child isn't mine. Again. So, so, so now you go so, back to the lot. So, it's like, do I pick yeah, the bitch so with I'm the three so, kids or the one so without I'm none? supposed to pick you right. and take on this responsibility for what? I'm getting the bad I'm getting the raw end of the stick. Like yeah. I'm getting But give a bad, me a good reason why. I'm what if it was a, you? Why would you pick? Why? Just let's just play devil's advocate. You got two Why women. would I pick someone? Why would you with pick kids? the chick with the kids? What has she done or what could she do? Within a, 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 a an amount a fair amount of time to make you say that's her. If if she if she's getting an inheritance <laughs> for a large amount of money, and I'm putting and she putting my name on that check, <laughs> I got access to this money. That's about the only thing she can do. <laughs> that's about the. I, and, and, I wanted I, to know, and that's probably about the only thing she could do. There's nothing that's gonna I make asked. me walk into that scenario and be like, "Yeah, I'll take on you and your kids and be the stepdad and hear you like when I want to break his neck or spank him, hear your mouth like, "Well, you ain't really have to do that to him and all this type of shit." Yeah, I'm really to take on those type of headaches. Yeah, like nothing. Not realistically, no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like most men, like. If we want to go through the scenario of fucking and having sex and just fun, cool. But if you're talking about like me actually re like considering to lock you down, 
No. And that's what I want women to really realize. And I know it might be hard to listen to, but anybody out there with multiple children, please ask yourself, why you? Why are you marketable and how? Now, I'm not saying there are some things out there that won't make you marketable. I asked him a question, he answered. I know we all laughed, but that might actually be. But everybody's first. different. And, and let me say this. Someone that's getting an inheritance. Let's say someone is getting, got three kids, but getting an inheritance of $100 million. This means that now she get higher help. This means we could be on vacation. There are certain things you can do to help you navigate through that situation but with lot, her children. But a lot of times, to be perfectly honest with you, it's not really about the money. Because I understand it, that. I wasn't really focused on that. I was really focused on the women out there who I really want them to think really hard of why someone would want to walk into their situation and play house. And the good stuff is great. I want them to focus on the good stuff too. Well, mm -hmm. they would choose me because I, I'm rich. They would choose me because I have a nice home. And for the most part, even though I do have three kids, they're well behaved. Mm -hmm. There are some women out there that are that are going to watch and they're going to be able to say these things out loud and say, well, hey, even though I got three kids, Mike, my situation is a little hard for a motherfucker to turn down because I still got it going on. But, but I still want them to ask themselves the question, why you, especially with the type of baggage that comes along with having children. Well, the reason I'm, I'm bringing up the money scenario is because <clears throat> nine times out of ten, most men aren't going to care really about a woman having money. It's more it's going to be more about your peace of mind and your sanity. So the arguments that pursue a lot of times in those type of dynamics is why that relationship ain't really working out. Like if I got to, if I have to deal with your baby daddy on spirotic, like little run-ins, that's an issue for me. And I'm just, now I'm just talking about me, for me. You know, if it's a problem every time I correct one of your children or have to come in there and use my goddamn discipline techniques that I learned from my background and you have an issue with it every time, we're going to have another problem. See, this has nothing to do with money. This is causing a conflict between us and why this relationship ain't being smoothed out. And a lot of women, a lot of times, won't give rain to nobody for, like, their children. A lot of times when they even leaving and the kids are young, what does a woman mainly do? I'm taking me and the kids, even away from the baby daddies. Now, if he ain't got rank over that shit, how can, why, you? How can you have rank? You understand what I'm saying? That show you how stubborn the, br the, the brain is right there. Because they just feel like, well, I'm the mama bear and this is how it's going to go and these are my kids, this and that. Okay, cool. You might not need to be dating. Yeah, and that's a part, important thought that I had while I was watching the show. Being undateable. And I didn't say that during the whole last show. Is realizing that it's not time for you to be on the market. And that's how we're going to actually tie this subject up. Is... You sometimes have to take yourself off the market for a little while mm -hmm. to get that shit together. And then when you put yourself back on the market, you can have all the confidence in the world to ask what you want and to get it. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing. Right. But you have to be willing to just take your, yourself off the market for a little while. Is that worse than actually having three or three to five boyfriends in two, three years? Being by yourself for three to five years is better than having someone in and out your house, around your kids, fucking somebody in and out of relationships with nothing. If you just would have stopped being thirsty, mm -hmm. take yourself out of the dating pool and get shit in order before you get back into the dating pool. How much trouble would we save ourselves from just keeping it G, looking in the mirror and saying, you need to fix this and this. So I'm going to take myself off the market. I'm off Facebook Marketplace. I'm off. I don't need to be on a dating app. I'm not ready. I think that's the most important part of this conversation without being insulting is some of us aren't just ready to be dating. You don't deserve to be in a dating role. I'm going to pick up on what Alpha Male said. If somebody is calling you every week saying, hey, can you come? Can we go on a date? Can I take you out of lunch? And your answer is always no and you ain't Bill Gates or not close to it. You should not be in the dating market. No one wants to hear, no, you can't every time. No one wants to have shit blow up every plan they make. It's not, I'm not trying to be down on you. I'm just saying it's not your time to be dating. And that's okay. Sit this one out until you're ready. Sit it out. I'm with it. Okay, so I think it might be time to switch gears and see what else you might be with. Are you with being in a relationship where there's something specific going on 
over and over again, meaning this. Let's say you have a guy. He nuts quick. Every time. And his to him, he's saying to you, your vagina gets too wet. So now he's placing blame on you saying, hey, that's just extraordinarily wet. What is it that you want me to do? Whose fault is it? Is it your fault for being extra nice and warm and wet? Or is it his fault for not adjusting to how you feel and making it work? We did post this on our Facebook um, page, our group page. And what was really said was the first comment was, I've been dealing with that all my life. Meaning I have wet coochie and men often don't stay in it long. So I've developed a way to one, she said, foreplay is a little longer than the actual intercourse. We spend a lot of times doing the foreplay stuff and I've gotten off a couple of times. And by the time intercourse rolls around, it's okay that it's only five minutes because I've already put in a, a 35 to 40 minutes of foreplay and I've gotten off. And when they said this, I was like, well, that could have worked in the situation that I was in. But foreplay to me is very one intimate because you're doing things with your hands and your mouth. So there's a lot of intimacy there, I think. And a lot of, you know what I'm saying? So I got to be feeling you. I got to be into you, I feel like, to have foreplay with you for 45 minutes. I can't imagine going down on a man for 45 minutes straight that I didn't feel some type of emotional connection with. And if you've been coming, if we've been messing around for a couple of months and you've come for three to five in three to five minutes, ain't no emotional connection for me. I'm pissed off. I ain't sucking your dick for 40 minutes. So that solution wouldn't work for me. You know what tripped me out about women a lot of times? Um, women often say like what they hate <laughs> about sex with guys do um, and they always act like, you know, they sex is just phenomenal. Um, but they always get like pissed off like when shit don't go their way. Like, Guys don't go to the Super Bowl, but I noticed that women always go to the Super Bowl. The guy nutted in five minutes, they sound like you. This shit done pissed me off. Like, I don't understand or whatever this and that. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why does it go immediately to anger? That's the only thing. Like, I understand disappointment. Okay. Disappointment, I totally get. You okay. understand what I'm saying? But I'm trying to figure out why does it just always go to anger with women? Like when women can't get sex, it's like just angry. Like you're just an angry motherfucker. Like why? Um, Because there are a couple of things that come to mind first. I'm going to use myself personally because I've had this issue. My first thing is if I'm the only person you're having sex with, why don't you want it as much as I do? That's number one. And then after you have that thought, it's like where else are you getting it from if you're not getting it from me? Um, so you have a lot of negative things surrounding why we're not having sex, not having sex in entirely is a negative subject. It's negative. There's no way not having sex is a positive thing unless someone says, Hey, we're not having sex because we're getting married at the end of the month and we want to wait. That's the only way not having sex is actually built around any type of positive thought. So if I'm just telling you for your information, if you're not having sex with said partner there are a lot of negative thoughts even though you may have done nothing wrong except for not being in the mood there are a lot of thoughts that are going through our mind now that are negative in context why not why doesn't he desire me why doesn't he want me is he having sex with someone else all those things come into play and that's what makes us angry so it's not necessarily angry at you it's angry at the situation and not being able to control it why doesn't he want me only you could do something about that and i'll tell you what even just doing it to appease the other person doesn't work. Because after, as soon as it's over, it's like, damn, that was like pulling teeth. Why? Why do I have to ask him to fuck me? Why? You understand what I'm saying? So even after you do it just to appease the other person, those questions don't go away. They don't. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, that lasted a couple of minutes. I don't know why I was like pulling teeth and how long am I going to have to wait to get it again? You understand what I'm saying? So there's actually no making us happy. In that situation, we want to be desired and we want to be desired all the time. All the time. All the time. Desire has to be there or it's just you're going to pay for it. Not 
Even when you're just going through the motions. In the moment, yeah, we're bent over. We're like, yeah, get that shit. But when it's over, when it's over, those emotions come back. They come back. Why did I have to force you? Why? Don't ever do that again on camera. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> 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 just disturbing as fuck. Never do that, Evan Cam. Hope you didn't go out of focus. <laughs> check that, please. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll, we'll have to check, and if it doesn't work, we'll edit it out. But it's like I've been that person. I've been the person that have complained for. I, you ain't, we're not fucking da 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 da, or slamming doors. Not actually saying it, but doing things to let my partner know that I need some some of that time, and he didn't feel like it. And when he came to give me the dick, I know he didn't feel like it. So when he was done giving me the dick, I knew he didn't feel like it. In in relationships, a lot of times, I think that can be kind of like two-way streaks. Um, I've seen women who are very highly sexual that didn't like fucking their husbands. And it turned into, you know, hey, he want to fuck, but... I got to get ready for this dick and I got to get drunk and I need me something to drink and I need some weed and, you know, this, this, and that. And and the vice versa is something men. And I think that just comes from comfortability and also not knowing how to put spice into y'all relationship as far as sexually. It's cool, I think, for you to want sex all the time if it's you and that's your, your choice. I also want you to kind of think about it like this. Don't turn into the woman on the other side. Okay. So let's just say, for for instance, for my birthday, mm-hmm. you decide that you want to bring in two girls. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to have a foursome. I ain't never had no foursome. And the night is going spectacular. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that bitch like Conan swinging the sword. Not cold, man. But the next day, all the girls are gone and it's now just me and you. Now, I'm thinking to myself, that foursome was nice. Sure would be nice to have a foursome today. That's how women treat sex a lot of times. It's something you just have more access to it. I could want that foursome the next day, probably the next day after that. Now, if I bitch and complain about the shit the next day after you just gave it to me, you're going to be like, well, God damn, you, you just had one. It. You just had one last night. I brought in the girls and the whole night. And that's how a lot of times I don't understand why women going to the Super Bowl. It's like you have good sex that one night. And it's like the next day, you automatically want to repeat. And it's not even the next day. It's like the next day and then the next day and the next day after that. Like you want your back beat out. Like every day after that, you know, and it's like, God damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga got to work. And the thing about it is some women, I don't think understand this too. And it's, it's crazy. I watched this. Sh- I watched this show. Uh, I watched a show called Kingdom and it's about like MMA fighters. They had this one particular fighter on there, which was a woman. And she was fucking the day before she had a fight. One of the guys went to her and was like, you was fucking before your fight. And she was like, yeah. He was like, but you're not supposed to fuck before a fight. And she said, it's not like that for women. She was like, men, I understand. Men get weaker after a fight. They need to preserve their strength and stuff like that. She said, for a woman, it releases the endorphins for us. She was like, I don't lose any strength. And I think that's the one major thing that women don't get that also sex makes men weak it, it it does like the more that we do it we lose strength and keep in mind that when we're talking about like going to work and doing all these things you just it it, it, it puts us in this space where it's like god damn you know what i'm saying i gotta fuck you get to work go through this whole thing and i'm not making excuses and no shit like that i'm just saying that these are some thoughts that sometimes come up in a mind head like i've spent all day fucking you tomorrow i'm dead like, I ain't going to be able to do shit. I ain't going to feel like going to work. I ain't going to feel like doing any of this. So if you're talking about a three-day fest of that type of shit, that could come up. Now, granted, there are things that men can do to kind of cure those type of things, like regularly working out and stuff like that. But you also have to look at what type of 
you know, man that you have. The other thing is men sometimes like to miss the woman. Some women don't know how to keep the sex appeal that's going on. There's sometimes I look at my lady and I look at her different on different days. There's some days she just, I desire her. Looks real sexy, stuff like that. There are some days I look at her like, damn, you know what? She, we finna break the headboard tonight. Then there's some days, like I just, like I need to miss her. Like I need some space to kind of rejuvenate like that little spark that we miss. And I think that's the thing that happens in relationships sometimes, especially when you're, it's a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like we get used to the routine. It's the same missionary style. It's not a lot of, you know, different possessions going down. It's 26 positions in a one night stand and we doing one. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's it it, excuse yeah excuse me if I'm not amped up for another night of missionary you understand what I'm saying yeah. like it's not it's not always like that now as far as the what did you say the three minute five minute stuff yeah. like that I cannot remember a time I've ever did three to five minutes I really just can't relate probably in my mind when I was watching porn is a lad not a lad. Those porn scenes was the longest scenes I've ever seen in life. The motherfucker was almost like 30 minutes long. So in my mind, 30 to 45 minutes is how long sex supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Just just to me. Right. I don't think I could perform a five-minute act. You know what I'm saying? It, not even in my mind, I couldn't do it. If, if someone is saying that pussy too wet, it's just them deflecting to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something is going on with them. And and I'm and I'm just speaking as a guy. Like I've been in a lot of wet pussy, and I ain't never came with the result of five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's why I posed the question as, whose fault is it? Who is at blame? Because when I, because this whole thing was a meme. They had finished having sex, and she had her back turned, and it was a little bubble above her head that said, "Now that's a damn shame." And then he was on the other side of the bed. With his head in his hand saying, damn, babe, you just too wet. So, clearly, this is someone who is having a problem lasting long. And he is able to say that to her. But he's now, I felt like that type of communication put the ball in her court. Mm -hmm. Well, that's something that she can't fix. Yeah, but that's, you know what, that's definitely a meme. And I'm also say that, um, yeah, I'm going to say that's definitely a meme. You ever seen a guy... Like, it, with his head down after busting a nut. I've never seen that. Like, I've never seen a guy. Like, I'm, I just want you to I want you to realize what you just said. And I'm, and I'm just being real with you. Like, and, and I'm going to say for me, I've seen a lot of coming-to-age movies. A lot. They're like one of my favorites. You know, I've seen a lot of coming-to-age movies. And typically when they show that sex scene where the guy gets some pussy for the first time, and it's... It's for it's for that it's for five minutes. He stick it in his cum. The guy has always said the same thing. Was that good for you? Right. Always said the same thing. I ain't never seen no man on the edge of no bed talking about. Ooh, like that's definitely a meme. It's the lack of communication. Right. You know what I'm saying. The flip side of that is the woman is in the bed turned over upset damn like what just happened and the guy finna go fix a chicken sandwich hop on the game uh go to work go smoke a blunt or whatever he ain't worried about that shit because you have not identified to him what the problem is and until you identify what the problem is he ain't gonna know that that's the problem so not men don't think that getting in the pussy and then nothing immediately is a problem. Because I don't feel like I have to say anything after that. I just need to look at you like, some, hey, you, are you serious? For some, no. For some, no. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you why. A lot of times, and, you know, I got homegirls and shit like that. A lot of times, I heard women that try to check they got and be like, well, they sound like you. You don't, like, you don't feel anything wrong with it. And I say, well, mention that to the guy. They mention it to the guy, and he says to them, well, I ain't never had no complaints before. That seemed like a you problem. I've seen that happen. Ain't know why? It's because, like I said, some people let people pass having bad sex, especially women, and then they'll sit there and not say anything about it. 
they'll just let the shit go by and by. Like, I ain't never... There's no way on earth I could be with someone, fucking someone, and they got bad sex and I'm going to continue to fuck them. But you, know, but you know who will? Women and will. And that's why I posed the question. Now, I wasn't interested. Now, I will say this because you pick on me about this all the time. I stayed in the relationship for seven, eight months, See which is saying? still to some people a long time. I felt like I threw in the towel, though. I felt like I did walk away from a situation. Let me finish now. Let me Let me finish. This is, I, I feel like I always have to explain myself in this context. That's that the problem right there. This is, this is a thin line though, because Ain't again, no I've said this over and over again, little girls are raised to get out of their mind that a man wants them entirely for sex. Mm-hmm. So if I'm dating somebody and we have sex for the first time and he comes fast, I can't say to myself in good conscience, fuck him. I can't. He's got to have some other Why shit not, not going... Because that's just the sexual part that he's not evolving at. Maybe he has every other checkbook. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not going to walk away if the sex doesn't get better. I'm just saying in the beginning, that's usually not a deal breaker. In the beginning of dating and he's made every other check mark there. He has his own shit. He has his own car. The, just the basic stuff. Maybe I'm looking for three things. Own car, job, and you live on your own. Let's say you got those three things. We had sex for the first time. It wasn't that great. It's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Is it a deal breaker five, six months in? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a legit deal so it breaker. Took you, so it took you six, seven months to realize what was the first deal breaker seven months down the line. It, you understand what you're telling me? That's like um, that's like me saying, I'm finna meet a woman, pull her panties down, she smell. And I'm gonna be like, well, this shit should get better in like six, seven months. Well, it possibly could. She just came and playing tennis. Are you fucking out of your mind? <laughs> must be crazy that shit is dead right there i don't need six seven months to realize that this shit gonna get better not better maybe it'll get better like that makes no sense but you're telling me that the problem that we have immediately being realistic, oh, i'm being very realistic because so. look look you're not being realistic the same thing that you're breaking up with the guy for it's the same thing no it's not because he had more by by six seven months in not only was he having bad dick, but he was asking me for money. Uh, he was only seeing his daughter once a month. But Things you think start unraveling, but, but it just had to be more than just bad sex. But you're thinking about, but if he was giving me good sex, then those pro- them things ain't a problem. See, the thing with women is this. When women be, when women be, and I don't know women, y'all can chime in on this. Women say one thing that I know for a fact. They be like, this man that got no job, no money, ain't no aspiration, anything can fuck the shit out of me. Every bitch I hear say that can fuck the shit out of him. But they get past all that shit because he's fucking the shit out of him. That nigga can sit on that couch for six months. But long as he laying pipe, <laughs> she'll pay rent. She'll buy his clothes. She'll do whatever it takes because she getting the dick that she want. But when that dick she ain't getting, then she start concentrating. This nigga, this this nigga ain't getting no. This nigga ain't got a job. He ain't got no car. Uh, He can't fuck me. And all of these things are coming up. Man, come on now. It's true. Come on now. So the problem that could have been solved from immediately. Immediately, I'll I disagree. I just can't, in good conscience, we have female listeners who are out there dating. I can't, in good conscience, say if he has all the other things in line that the one time that y'all have sex didn't work out. That that was that's. But guess what? Breakable, breakupable. That just don't make any sense. But you don't know that yet. See, those are things <clears throat> that women take in consideration like later on down the line. Like for me, like once sex start off bad, I'm just like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I'm looking forward to more bad sex. Like she might have more, you know, money, a good job, and I'm gonna challenge you on that. Challenge accepted. I feel like this. I feel like what you said was kind of off keister because of this. Off keister. You could be at the gym and meet a girl that has got her shit together. Like what? Um, maybe she's a doctor. Maybe she doesn't have children. She's fit. I mean, everything across the board just is great. And the first time you get her to the house, you pull down her pants and she smells. Well, the bitch just came from the gym. You met her at the gym. She just came from the gym. She didn't wash her ass. It's not 
break it's not a breakable offense just based on all her credentials she just came from the gym give the bitch a chance to take a shower before you break it off completely file on the plate like, I'm done <laughs> dirty laundry I'm has done. <laughs> dirty laundry has hit the goddamn field let me tell you something right now I have a real real big thing with hygiene. hygiene real big thing with hygiene and the thing with me is if you bring your ass from the gym and you don't hop in the shower and you trying to fuck me, that telling me everything I need about to you. know about you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, your first immediately words is, let me hop in the shower real quick. Th- those are words I better hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. Those are words I better hear. Not, we, let's just hop in this bed. You know what I'm saying? So, no. I don't agree with that. Okay. I mean, I you... It's your dick. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a bit, you know, that's a bit much. And 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 like I said, I was able to put myself out there and say, hey, I did this seven, eight months until I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But again, it I, in my own good conscience, and again, he used this on me too, because the sex was bad. Is it all about sex? Um, is that all you think about? So it, it made me think about when I was 13 and my mom and dad said, hey, everything ain't about sex. And you don't want everybody to be involved with you based on sex. So how can I again or turn around and do that to someone else and say, oh, he ain't shit because he's nuts in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I had to see the other reasons why he wasn't shit in order to be OK with saying I'm not for you. I mean, I would tell women like don't don't use that as an excuse. You're just wasting a bunch of time. I feel like. The same way that y'all meet guys and y'all know if y'all want to fuck them in 60 seconds, it does. It, it's going to take y'all less time to know if y'all sexually compatible. Like, there's times when y'all wake up with that smile after getting dick. It's like, it's like, yes, something has been touched, right? <laughs> something, the, the earth has moved. And if you don't feel that shit, why are you going six, seven months down the road? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you don't feel the earth move, if furniture has not been moving, then just get that shit up. Like, and I think it's like that for men, too. Like, we know when it's when when, when it's all good and all gravy. But I really don't think so. But we're going to move into the tap-in section. You know, I already got one on. Okay, Alphamil has a tap-in. These are just why he's looking at it. If you're not familiar with tap-ins... The show airs. I know you guys have questions. You send your personal questions to Spade Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, at gmail.com. And um, then you get to um, let us know your personal questions and what you have issues with. So I swear these tap-ins, man, they're so crazy. Just don't get it. And they're always taking away from time. But here we go again. I've been talking to this guy for about five months. And I want to, I want to take... Well, we got to the next level. He says he wants to focus on himself, but we both act like we're together. But I'm being patient, but I can't do it anymore. Any advice on this? Okay, I'm lost. So, they've been together. Talk- they've been talking for about five months. Okay. She want to take it to the. She want to take it to the next level. He don't. He doesn't want to take it to the next level. He want to just focus on himself. That's what he told her. Okay. He want to focus on himself, but they're telling everybody that they're together. And she's running out of patience with that. Okay. So you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, I'm at it. Um, you don't six, let... seven months in. Very funny. Don't let someone trick you off the streets. If you're marketable... That's right. If you're marketable, you got all your ducks in a row, and you are wife material... There is no way it is smart of you to take yourself off the lot of potential buyers and garage yourself with someone who might not buy the car. He's driving it, test driving it over and over again and has not made the decision to buy. Meanwhile, all your other potential suitors who have the money to buy don't even get to drive the car. Makes no sense. I like what you said. I ain't even going to lie to you. I like what you said. The only issue that I have is because they're not really together, I will remind him about that and go on a date. Go out on another date. You know, like, realistically, I'm going to tell you one thing that I do know about about men. What he really running is game. And (laughs) what he really running is game. 
and trying to keep you in a block. But one thing about men is show up with another man. And his decision to want to <laughs> not be with you gonna be like, you know what? I think that we probably don't need to date other people. people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. So I think we we gonna stop this dating shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta put people sometimes in check and let them know, like, well, if you want, if you're not gonna get me, you know, John over here, Henry will put me on his insurance bill. Okay. <laughs> and yep. you know that's what it's gonna be. And sometimes when people see other competition. Where they believe that it's none because they just got you zoned out and just into them, but like kind of teeter tottering. Hey, just bring another person into the lineup and show them that you know it can get it can go that way. It can. This has been an episode of Relations. My name is Kane Lassiter. You can find me at Facebook, IG, and Twitter at Kane Lassiter. Hey, it's your boy. You can reach me on both platforms Instagram and Twitter. It's 51 Spade. You know, I always keep them. You want the shirts? Alphamalegodcreations.com. And like I always say about that time, peace.